You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back in to the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary hanging out with you guys. Um, it's time to kind of sw- shift the focus from Husker football to Husker volleyball. Um, they they hit a little bit of a, of a slump late in the season, losing to Wisconsin at home on Black Friday and then finishing up their, their season on senior night with a, uh, a, a loss against Minnesota and the, the, the Lady Gophers. Now, here's what I will say. I mean, Kenzie Knuckles and Nicklin Hames were, Nicklin Hames were out for their match against Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, but they are expecting Nicklin back. Nicklin will be back. That's Kenzie right. is Thank not you. back. Kenzie tore her ACL in practice that Wednesday, uh, uh, two days before the Wisconsin match. So mm-hmm. a little bit of wind out of their sails, as John Cook told us. Exactly. And, and we're going to hear from, from John Cook and a couple of the players tonight when they have a press conference at 5 p.m. to preview the NCAA tournament that does start tomorrow evening. Huskers host Delaware State. It's time to bring in our good friend of the show, Lincoln Arneal of Huskers Illustrated. Uh, hey, Lincoln, how's it going, man? How, how are you doing? Not going too bad, gentlemen. How are y'all? Good. Cold. Yeah. Are you cold? He's not. Oh here. no, I'm warm. I'm oh, warm. Okay. I'm actually in uh, Phoenix right now, so I'm I'm, I'm plenty warm. It's seventy degrees outside. Slightly jealous. Yeah, that that that, that adds to the <laughs> uh, the jealousy in the show. Okay, so Lincoln, Big Ten volleyball awards were handed out today. Um, Nebraska earned a couple of All Big Ten first team honors in Lexi Rodriguez and Maddie Kubik. Becca Alec got the uh, fr- is on the freshman team. I'm mean, Caitlin Horde was second team All Big Ten. The transfer from Penn State. I mean, what were just kind of your general takeaways from that and were there any surprises or players that you felt like maybe were left out uh not really i mean as far as the the, the top line awards the individual awards i felt like i think i wrote my column earlier this week and i had four of the five coach and the defensive and uh setter i had four of the five the only one i missed was defensive i thought i gave the, that award to uh, lexi rodriguez and uh the coaches voted in for kylie muir the uh libero for ohio state i I kind of thought that Nebraska's defense was by far the best in the conference, and uh, Lexi Rodriguez is the backbone of that and should be rewarded. Such and Muir has a little bit better stats, a little bit more involved in their defense, but uh, I mean, yeah, you could quibble a little bit here and there about that. But I think that the other four uh, individual awards, uh, as far as the Nebraska representation on the all-conference team, I think that, that's kind of also what I pegged. I mean. Whitney Lonstein maybe could have gotten in position, but I think she just kind of didn't have the strong finish necessary to get one of those second team nods that uh, she, she was in position earlier in the year. But just, but I think the four people that were honored, uh, those are kind of who I thought would would get the recognition coming into today. Now, Lincoln, you kind of mentioned Nebraska and the, the stifling defense they had all season. But, you know, going into this NCAA tournament in the final two games of the season, they're without one of their better defenders in Kenzie Knuckles. Uh, and we heard from John Cook and that he was getting um, – um, he, or we were trying to figure out how exactly he was going to compensate for losing Kenzie Knuckles. Can you kind of go into detail about, about what they're planning on doing with that? Yeah, basically, I mean, Allie Batenhorst is now playing six rotations. I think 
Kenzie came in and played for Allie in the back row and was, was a big upgrade over Ken, or, or over Allie, but um, Allie's not a slouch at all in the back row. Uh, and they also kind of made some adjustments. They put uh, they switched um, Allie and Maddie Kubik in the rotation, so Maddie would play uh, more in the back row just so they would uh, give her more opportunities to be in passing rotations because Maddie's a better passer than um, Allie Batenhorst. But uh, I, think, I think the biggest thing that's going to help out Nebraska going in is, is just practice this week because, uh, like you mentioned, Kenzie got injured last Wednesday it was, and they, I don't know if they had a practice on Thanksgiving or just kind of a light workout before the Wisconsin match. Um, they didn't have a real time to reconfigure their game plans and their defensive schemes uh, to kind of deal without Kenzie in there and kind of get build that familiarity um, next to the people on the in the back row. And I think then you lose Nicklin Haynes the next night too, and that just kind of throws the uh, another curveball their way. And I think that they should be better positioned this week with a couple practices under their belt with all the different changes and alignments caused by the, their absences last week. We're, we're joined by Lincoln Arneal of Huskers Illustrated, covers Husker Volleyball, and, and they begin the NCAA tournament tomorrow night against Delaware State at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. Lincoln, uh, when you look at the way that this bracket kind of uh, played out and, and how it's laid out, Nebraska is able to dodge Texas and Wisconsin and their sides of the bracket, I should say. They are in the Louisville region. Um, if, if things you know kind of play out how we expect it, they'll eventually have to go to Louisville. I mean, how how beneficial is it that Nebraska won't have to play Texas or Wisconsin in, in the road to the Final Four, at least? I mean, how do you feel like Nebraska got kind of seeded, and, and how does it, is it beneficial, or is it still, I mean, pretty a, a pretty difficult, you know, road ahead, I should say? I think it is always, always difficult this time of the year, There's, especially when you're in a position where Nebraska is kind of a little bit of a transition with their identity right now. But I think that not only Wisconsin – and Texas, but Stanford, they avoided Stanford as well. Stanford's kind of had their number the last couple of years and they played in the regular season. Uh, so I think Nebraska got their dream location. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louisville is very talented. I mean, they, they were a Final Four team last year and they return a lot of their major attackers. Uh, they have a different setter um, this year, but um, it's a lot of the same personnel. It's got Danny Buscombe Kelly, a very coach they're very familiar with. So I think that of all the possibilities, uh, this was probably best case scenario because after they, they after they lost those first two, had they won, beat Wisconsin and Minnesota, they could have been in discussion for that fourth one seed. But losing both kind of put that in in that seven to ten, eleven range, which overall seed, which would have put them in Texas or Louisville was kind of their best hope. And I think that it, I mean they have to go through them eventually. They have to get to Wisconsin. They have to pay maybe even seeds for workout either Stanford, Texas, and national final match if Nebraska gets there. But I think avoiding them early uh, kind of lessens the stress on their basket team, allows them to redevelop their identity, figure out who they are without, without Kenzie Knuckles, and just kind of build some of that confidence like you saw last year when they kind of built towards that and then upset Texas in that regional final. I think So I think this plays out almost perfectly for Nebraska as far as a path to get back to Omaha. So, Lincoln, I'm just going to ask you straight up, how much do you know about Delaware State? Uh, I, I know that they're the uh, MEAC champs. This is their first ever um, first ever NCAA tournament. Uh, I, I did know their mascot was the Hornets before their name popped up. I, I, cause I believe I think Nebraska basketball men have played them at some point oh. over the last decade or sometimes. So I, I, I like to know my mascot. <laughs> um, other than that, I, 
They're not very tall. I saw someone send out a really great tweet about the uh, the height of uh, height of the height, height of all the uh, Delaware State players. Oh, I wonder who that person and, would be. I don't know. It's just doing someone digging and doing the research. So. Um, but but I think the one thing that they kind of brought out, in fact, is Delaware State is number two in uh, hitter efficiency uh, by their opponents. Nebraska is number one, uh, but Delaware State's number two. So they they're not very tall, but I imagine they play very good defense, a good floor defense, and really make their opponents work. They, I looked through their schedule, and they played one power five team. I think Blossom five sets to West Virginia, but it's a lot of. Uh, mid and lower tier teams on their schedule after that, so it'll it'll, it'll be a great experience for them to come to do to Nebraska and experience the uh, mecca of college volleyball that is the Devaney Center. So Lincoln, last one before we we let you go, and we'll definitely get you on the show as as the NCAA tournament invol- uh, or excuse me evolves and and Nebraska kind of hopefully makes their way back to Omaha for the Final Four. Where where is a a, a part of the game in Nebraska's roster or how they're playing? where they need to improve the most if they want to find themselves in the final four and eventually on the, in the in the title game in you know mid December. I mean, where is what's Nebraska going to have to do or improve at the most um or, or make up for where they haven't where they've struggled recently um if they want to find some postseason success. Mm-hmm. I think it's been the storyline this whole year has been their setting. They need to find consistent setter whether they're I mean, I think they they have to stick with the 6-2 at this point. They're kind of committed to it, and they have the, the, the attacking personnel that lends well. But it's consistency setter and making sure that whenever a new setter comes in the game, they find a rhythm quickly and connect with hitters and really kind of um, diversify the offense. And they, I think Nebraska saw that the last, the last week of the season. I mean, they were really pumping the middles and the, uh, and the opposite hitters, and the, and the uh, usual out, suspects on the outside were – a little bit uh, quieter than usual, but I, but I think just having setting consistency has been Nebraska's Achilles heels when they've struggled this year. I mean, they, they don't have a lot of losses, show, but when they've struggled this year, it's because the setting hasn't been on that elite level uh, that they need to to really kind of overpower opponents. So I think that they're, they're sticking with that 6-2, and hopefully uh, Nicklin Haynes will be back healthy to help Nebraska, and uh, Kennedy Orr's had some good moments, but also just some questionable plays and questionable sets that from her um but hopefully again the setting consistency will be the key for nebraska to determine how deep they go into uh the tournament there he is lincoln arneal of huskers illustrated lincoln appreciate the time as always enjoy phoenix and we'll uh, definitely get you on the I'll show see, here i'll see you tomorrow lincoln oh yeah we'll see you then we'll see you then have a good one next see you rico that is lincoln arneal of huskers illustrated appreciate his time as always um breaking down husker volleyball the Huskers host Delaware State tomorrow, 7 p.m. Once again, Rico will be in attendance, so make sure you uh, you follow him on Twitter, Radio Rico AC, for all your uh, updates if you're unable to watch on ESPN+. Plus. Got you. So there, there it is. All right, let's go ahead and take a final timeout. When we come back, we will uh, probably dive back into that Husker football discussion as well as we haven't done this yet this week. Update the guys on their picks. Mm. How did they do over the weekend? We will do that with uh, Nathan and Strick coming up in a couple minutes. You're listening to the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.